Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather, so I give you news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view, one you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, how y'all doing? How are y'all doing this evening? It is Thursday evening, um, March the 9th of 2023. If you caught my earlier podcast, I'm going through the book of Esther. Uh, you want to catch that? Chapters 1 through 3. And I did my best to pronounce those names. I'm just going to let you know. If y'all been listening to me long enough, you know, I'm just a Texas girl trying to do my best. You know, okay. Somebody said, uh, oh, is it art? It's like Annie Potts. I love Annie Potts. I love her. Okay, so anyway, anywho, folks, anywho, I got you guys some headlines tonight. You better believe it. And they are some deuces. You better get your boots on. Just saying. I'm just saying. If you got a cup of coffee, that's good. If you don't, you might want to grab one. This is going to get a little hairy. It's going to get a little hairy, you guys. Confidential Pfizer documents reveal COVID-19 vaccination is going to lead to depopulation. This is uh, the expose. It was released uh, yesterday, March the 8th. We will talk about that tonight, you guys. And and that's a lengthy article, so we're not going to read the entire article, but I'm going to give you some highlights. And uh, God was not wrong. You can find this at raptureready.com. It's Damon Duck. We'll talk about that. What else? Civil unrest widespread civil unrest is growing all over the globe just wait until summer prophecynewswatch.com michael snyder uh the economic collapse blog you know i like michael snyder what else globalism lawlessness apostasy the world is ready but is the church amir sarfati from israel we'll talk about that i like amir if you haven't checked out his books you may want to go check out his books speaking of books hello if you haven't gone to HopeForOurTimes.com and checked out the latest book by Thomas J. Hughes, or Pastor Tom Hughes, as we all know him, uh, Marking the Masses, uh, you better, you better get it pre-ordered today. I'll give you a synopsis really quick. The mark will control commerce, buying and selling, making it an economic ecosystem or an economic system. I don't know why I throw ecosystem in there. <laughs> Just, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of ecosystem. We'll try that again. From the top, I'm marking the masses. Uh, the mark will control commerce, buying and selling, making it an economic system. Therefore, it will be implemented with the promise of solving an economic problem. And since the mark is an extreme solution, it means that the world's nations will give up a significant portion of their sovereignty. Only the immediate threat of catastrophe or the aftermath of a catastrophe would push them to such an extreme solution but could things really get that bad hmm i don't know what do you guys think i think it can and if you want to know the rest of the story uh, as paul harvey used to say uh go to hopeforourtimes.com and pre-order thomas j hughes's book today i would do it and as oh well, as paul harvey used to say good day <laughs> so instead of good day do it today all right for all you old folks out there like me who remember paul harvey <laughs> and all these other kids are going who's paul harvey what what who is it what do you some research i miss paul harvey 
I do, I do, I do. So anyway, go to Whole Fur Times and check that out. He's also got a news and articles uh, section headline on his web on his webpage. Not Cass, he does have a podcast, but on his webpage, uh, check those articles out. He's got some good ones. Um, they're all on the same side. Tucker Carlson unloads on Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer. Uh, psh- Get check that out. When does the EU's lethal obsession with um, Israel? Mm-hmm. And before the COVID pandemic was deployed, Moderna's CEO told staff, we need to make a billion doses of vaccines next year. There's going to be a pandemic. I'm sorry, a pandemic. Moderna mm. CEO Stefan, whatever, Bansell told his employees before it was declared that a pandemic was going to happen in 2020. Yes, folks, you want to read that article? Good old fartimes.com. Uh, Politico surrenders to woke tantrum by millennial staffers now has a banned word list. What? Yeah, folks. There's a zero hedge um, by Tyler Durden. You can go to zerohedge.com and check it out. So as Amber Ath, the author of The Snowflakes Revolt, writes in The Spectator, uh, what began as a meltdown over conservative commentator Ben Shapiro, who guest authored the outlet's flag a ship. Is that say flag a ship? Maybe it's supposed to be flag the hip? Flag the hip. Well, I don't know if that was a, a typo or if that's a new word. I don't know. I think it is the Alice Flags. Anyway, newsletter in December of 2020 has turned into a complete Lord of the Flies organization with petulant children taking ideas from college campuses into the newsroom and pushing the editorial line further to the left than ever before, as Athy describes it. Can we run along here? It says, a few months after Shapiro meltdown, a March 2021 article by political uh, reporter Gabby Orr about how Republicans have position themselves as defenders of women's sports against transgender athletes um, was the next shoe to drop the internal revolt which followed marked a sea change in how the publication reported the news or was then dragged into a meeting with offended colleagues as a source briefed on the situation explained to me or was informed by political's director of editorial diversity initiatives robin turner that two colleagues had voiced concerns about her story oh so sorry Turner wanted to arrange a meeting to discuss them during the meeting or was asked about her employment history at the Washington Examiner a center right outlet and asked why the story omitted any transgender voices though it had extensively quoted Kate Oakley senior counsel at the human rights campaign an activist organization dedicated to the LGBTQ plus blah blah ABCDEFG issues Orr's colleagues also complained that she quoted conservatives such as American Principles Project Director Terry Schilling and former White House Policy Advisor Stephen Miller without contextualizing their comments. Schilling had pessimistically praised left-wing activists for their ability to convince the American public that transgender people were facing a wave of violence even though when you look at the numbers it's like 40 people. Or her colleagues argued should have explicitly told readers that those remarks were offensive and transphobic. The spectator. One meeting attendee was off offended by the phrase biological women, which appeared a grand total of three times in the piece and was deemed offensive to transgender readers. Excuse me while I vomit in my mouth. 
Following the meeting, Robin Turner, the Alice Director of Editorial Diversity. Do they even know what that word means? I don't think they know. I don't think they really know the real word. <laughs> they just throw these words out there. Equity. <laughs> it's the same thing as equality. That's just, you know, that's our new word. And then the masses go, that's right, that's right, that's the same word. Sorry. Uh, anyway, following the meeting, Robin Turner, the Atlas Director of Editorial Diversity, suggested that the offended colleagues be crowned sensitivity readers to ensure that Orr wouldn't cause further offense to sensitive readers. Oh my gosh, here's your trophy for sitting on the bench all year. Don't spank your child. No, no, don't tell them no. You might hurt their feelings. And then this is what we get. Anyway, six months earlier, Orr had written a 5,000-word Politico cover uh, story on the same subjects. Trans athletes withdrew zero internal complaints, according to Athy. However, it was a bad-blooded Zoom meeting about Shapiro guest editing playbook, which emboldened progressive staffs to start pushing back against articles that didn't pass their woke purity test. And then things get worse, folks. Can it get worse? It can. On July the 2nd, 2021, Politico brought in three transgender individuals they thought would help the newsroom learn to report on transgender issues in a more comprehensive and inclusive way. Oops, there went my mic. Sorry, guys. In another Zoom meeting, they lectured reporters about the inherent transphobia in their reporting. In an email at the obtained from Politico, editors summarizing the highlights from their inclusivity sermons, reporters told, oh my gosh, reporters were told that a, quote, neutral position on transgender issues likely came from white cisgendered men and therefore should be assumed to be inaccurate what's more gendered words can be rooted in exclusion and cause trauma (laughs) oh my gosh is this really in writing and can cause trauma for transgender and gender neutral individuals according to one former political reporter the panelists complained that the word mother could be potentially be offensive when used by reporters. The trans activists also mocked reporters struggling with the grammatical implications of referring to people by plural pronouns, such as they, them. (laughs) I wonder... I wonder if it really look if, if the days of Noah, if people were walking around calling themselves they and them. How many people live in one body? I just, I don't know. Are they? Oh, I'm gonna stop before I get banned. <laughs> so God was not wrong by Damon Duck. You can find this at RaptureReady.com. Posted on the 21st of January of this year, 23. I was recently speaking on current events related to Bible prophecy, and it occurred to me to ask the congregation if God is wrong to tell us bad things are going to happen. This is uh, Damon Duck. And he says, was God wrong to tell people he intended to destroy the world with a flood? He intended to send ten plagues in Egypt? He intended to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah? He intended to use Babylon to destroy Judah? He would allow the Messiah to be killed. He intends to send the tribulation period. He intends to destroy the world with fire. God was not wrong. He says, he does not make mistakes and he does not lie. He told us to watch for all the bad things that we see happening 
uh, that we see shaping up today because he wants us to know that he has not been caught by surprise to trust him, to not worry, to know that he is in control, to know where all these bad things are headed, to be sure we are saved and to reach as many of the lost as we can. Jesus said, fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him, which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Matthew 10 28 God is going to take care of his people and even if some of us are killed he will receive our soul and spirit into heaven and raise us from the dead in the rapture to be honest about it some prophecy teachers believe our generation is blessed to see end of the age prophecy shaping up because it means the rapture is so close here are some events here are some recent events that seem to confirm that this is true one concerning world government according to Dr. Francis Boyle J.D. Ph.D. professor of law at the University of Illinois, a man who has argued cases before the International Court of Justice, goes on to say, every nation on earth could lose their national sovereignty at the World Health Organization's World Health Assembly on May 21st through the 30th of this year. Folks, I've talked about that a lot. That'd be all about Biden. He goes on to say the details that everyone needs to know are in an article written by Michael Navardikas, Ph.D., published by The Defender. And then published by Life Site News on January 16th of 2023. He says it is too long for me to cover in detail, but here's the link. I will post this link uh, in the description of this podcast. He goes on to say, as I understand it, two documents will be presented to the WHO for a vote in May that critics say will significantly strip nations of their sovereignty. The proposed International Pandemic Treaty drafted in December of 2022 to be voted on at the WHO meeting in 2023 of May to be reviewed and finalized at a WHO meeting in May 2024. Recommendations from the International Health Regulations, IHR, that come from secretive discussions on January uh, the 9th through the 16th of 23. The article says, according to author and researcher James Roguski, these two proposals would transform the WHO from an advisory uh, organization to a global governing body whose policies would be legally binding. Unquote. Boyle, who has read through both documents, said either one or both will set up a worldwide totalitarian medical and scientific police state under the control of Tedros, the director and general of the WHO. He's a wicked man, by the way. And the WHO, which are basically a front organization for the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, Tony Fauci, Bill Gates, Big Pharma, the biowarfare industry, and the Chinese Communist government that pays a good chunk of their bills either they'll get the regulations or they'll get the treaty but both are existentially dangerous these are truly dangerous existentially dangerous and insidious documents other things that Boyle said include the following both the IHR regulations and the WHO treaty as far as I can tell from reading them are specifically designed to circumvent national state and local government authorities when it comes to pandemics the treatment for pandemics and also including in their vaccines the WHO which is a rotten corrupt criminal despicable organization will be able to issue orders going down the pike to your primary care physician on how you should be treated in the event they proclaim a pandemic if your doctor's still around, by the way, you know I'm mad as hecky darn about that. They killed my doctor, Dr. Ruth Pilko, J. Brown. Anyway, goes on to say, it's clear to me they are preparing both the regulation 
regulations and a treaty for adoption by the World Health Assembly in May of 2023. If you read the WHO treaty at the very end, it says quite clearly that it will come into effect immediately upon signature. Assuming the World Health Assembly adopts the treaty in May, Biden can just order Fauci or whoever his representative is there to sign the treaty and it will immediately come into effect on a provisional basis, unquote. According to the article, Roguski said, the proposed amendments to the IHR would seek to remove three very important aspects of the existing regulations, including, quote, removing respect for dignity, human rights, and fundamental freedoms from the text of the IHR, changing the IHR from non-binding to legally binding, and obligating nations to, quote, assist other nations. The WHO will no longer need to consult any sovereign nation in which an event may or may not be occurring within that nation before declaring that there is a public health emergency or international concern within the borders of that nation. During such real or potential public health emergencies, the amendments would empower the WHO to mandate a variety of policies globally which would be legally binding on member nations. Readers need to understand that God is not wrong and Antichrist world government is coming and it is on the horizon now. He says, note, as a prophecy teacher and writer, he is often asked if Christians will go through hard times before the rapture. He says he cannot predict what anyone will go through before the rapture. Some arguing, or I'm sorry, some people are going through hard times now, he says, but it is his unwavering opinion that the rapture will occur before the rise of the Antichrist. I concur with um, Damon. Duck, I do. We will go in the rapture before the tribulation begins. And what begins the tribulation is the signing of the peace treaty from the Antichrist himself in Daniel 9.27. And he will bring this pseudo peace upon the world. And when they sign that treaty, excuse me, that treaty, that kicks off. um, That's what kicks off the... um, the tribulation, and he can count from that day into the exact day that Jesus Christ's second coming, when he puts his feet on the Mount of Olives, you can count it. You know exactly how many days it's going to be. Daniel told us, and um, you can count right straight smack dab to the middle of that three and a half years to the day of when uh, the Antichrist will do the um, abomination of desolation. There And that's when the Jews realize, oh my gosh, this is not our Messiah. And then they run for the hills. And uh, anyway, it's, it's, mm, it's coming, guys. It is coming. We won't be here for that. We'll be in heaven. We'll be in heaven with the Lord Jesus Christ. And this will be happening on earth. But you won't be. If you're a believer in Christ and you've accepted him as your Savior, you will not be here for that. If you haven't accepted Christ as your Savior, you will be here for that. I don't think you want to be here for that. Anyway, he goes on to say, too, concerning the Ten Kings, world religion, and world government, I believe the Bible teaches that. Let me get a drink of coffee here. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. Anyway, there will be ten regions in the world at that, or at the end of the age. He says there will be a leader over each region, and it calls them the Ten Kings. He says the Ten Kings will appear before the Antichrist and surrender their power to the Antichrist after he rises and forces three of them to submit to him. He goes, the Ten Kings and the Antichrist will be against Jehovah, Jesus, the Bible, etc., he says. 
He goes on to say, he goes, I have long taught that one of the 10 regions would be the North American Union or the NAU that President George Bush talked about and is now called the U.S., Mexico, Canada, uh, USMCA region. I remember when he did that North American trade agreement, NAFTA. I remember when old Bush put us in that, if you guys remember that, and his daddy no new taxes. One world government. God, they're like robots or something. Anyway, so on January the 10th, 2023, U.S. President Biden, Mexico's President Obrador, and Canada's Prime Minister Trudeau met for the 10th North American Leaders Summit, the NALS. John Henry Weston uh, at LifeSite News said, Christ-centered values are the new security threat for these globalists, and they have declared a war on the throne on the one true God. I'm sorry, war on the one true God. They outlined joint commitments for a woke new North America to be imposed on its citizens. According to the article, President Biden talked about fundamental change in the world. Something President Obama talked about, the fundamental transformation of America. And something the UN has approved, the transforming our world, the 2030 agenda for sustainable development goals. Folks, I don't know if you're looking around the world today, but they have a plan. And that plan is Satan's planning. Satan is the little G God of this age. You need to wake up. I'm telling you, wake up. Now is not the time to be on your couch eating Cheetos, watching Netflix, oblivious to what's going on in this world. If you don't wake up, you're gonna, I'm just telling you, this is all going to hit you pretty fast. And if you're not a Christian, you're going to be left behind. You're going to be left behind and one day you're going to wake up and you're going to get up in the morning and you're going to realize something is really, really wrong. Something is very, very wrong. And it's going to be terrifying. And then you're going to say, what did that country girl on that podcast say again? Something about some rapture. <laughs> it's not a laughing matter though i know but one day you're gonna wake up and you hell you may be standing somewhere and somebody next to you is gonna be gone just like that you can be standing there and that person will be gone before you get boom just gone and you're gonna say what is going on There'll be millions of people gone you could be on a train and um that person whoever the conductor is could be gone you could be on planes in the air and those pilots could be Christians and you're going to crash and die. You won't have a chance. You won't have a chance to say, oh my gosh, what's going on? I'm just telling you guys. I have a whole fiction series on it. It's um, aliens, demons, or angels. Anyway, the first one is uh, World of Chaos. That's when boom, it happens. They have world peace and then the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And I'm writing and well, I haven't started yet, but I need to uh, do the finish up book. Um, Anyway, you guys, it's 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 coming. And all the signs, like he's sitting right here, all these signs are pointing towards the tribulation. I'm telling you. I there's no denying the Bible. You cannot look at these all these events that are happening just like God said they would. I'm just there's no denying it. There is no denying it. Anyway. I mean, you got to wake up, folks. Anyway, he goes on to say, um, 
Let me see. We'll go on here. He goes, he goes on to say, why are the leaders of the U.S., Mexico, and Canada agreeing to establish common goals in a woke new, nor, new North America if they are not planning on merging the three nations into a region called USMCA? God said 10 kings are coming and it does not look like he was wrong. Of course he's not. Anyway, he goes on to say, in a different article, it was reported that highly respected author and journalist, you know him, you love him, he's one of my favorites, Leo Holman, H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com, go check him out anyway, said the three leaders signed onto a document that looks like a prelude to a North American Union. It looks like the push toward a merger of the U.S., Canada, and Mexico may be back on the front burner if this document is any indication. In a video on January 17, 2023, Dave Hodges said on the Common Sense Show that the old North American Union is not dead. Why do you think that Biden doesn't care that last month 200,000 people came through Laredo and were just given papers and told to march on? Is a globalism. It's the erasure of national borders. Now, Biden is talking about a digital currency, Executive Order 14067. It's not going to just be here. Are we going to see a revisiting of the North American Union? I believe we are already seeing it, he says. And then number three, Damon says, uh, concerning the Abraham Accords and in a normalization um, agreement between Saudi Arabia and Israel. In last week's article, he says he wrote on January 10, 2023, Joe Rosenberg, well-known author and editor-in-chief of All Israel News and All Arab News, said he believes there is just one thing preventing a normalization agreement between the two nations. Saudi Arabia wants President Biden in the U.S. to treat the Saudis better, but they don't trust the U.S. anymore. It is the opinion of the Saudis that the U.S. is not doing enough to help them in their struggle against Iran and its nation's radical terrorist proxies and allies. He goes on to say, the next day, Rosenberg reported that the U.S. doesn't need a broker a deal or doesn't need to broker a deal between Saudi Arabia and Israel because the Saudis want an agreement with Israel. According to Rosenberg, Netanyahu needs to broker a deal between the Saudis and the U.S. with security guarantees in writing that the Saudis think they can trust. It is a sad day in American history when major nations have concluded that the U.S. can no longer be trusted. He goes more um, on the January 16, 2023. It was reported that the U.S. State Department said it is unacceptable for Jews to pray on the Temple Mount. Judging by this and other actions of the Biden administration, Israel can no longer trust the U.S. either. Senator Ted Cruz said Biden said, or I'm sorry, Ted, Senator Ted Cruz said Biden has a pathological obsession with undermining Israel and is endangering the national security of America and our allies. He tells, if I understand the Bible, those that harm Israel at the end of the age will be harmed by God. Nations that oppose Israel will be opposed by God. He goes, number four, concerning the growing movement toward peace in the Middle East, know that it will be a false peace. On January 11, 2023, um, Azerbaijan appointed its first ever ambassador to Israel and announced that it will open an embassy in Tel Aviv. And number five, concerning the Temple Mount, on January 10, 23, it was reported that Dr. Jonathan Schnauzer, author, editor, ec expert on the Middle East and more, that Schanzer, I'm sorry, S-C-H-A-N-Z-E-R, if you want to look him up. Anyway, said in a recent speech um, at the Washington-based Jewish Policy Center that Jordan's relationship with Israel um, has deteriorated significantly in the last 10 years. And if Jordan's an antagonism against Israel regarding the mount becomes too great, Israel may ultimately find another 
quote, custodian for the holy site and could offer Saudi Arabia that role, unquote. Those that believe Psalm 83 refers to a war between Israel and her neighbors before the Battle of Gog and Magog known Know that Jordan is one of those nations, and that's verses 6 and 8 of Psalm of 83. It goes on to say, number 6, he says, Concerning Jewish settlements in Judea and Samaria, on January 13th of 2023, it was reported that the U.S. ambassador to Israel visited the Jewish nation to depend, or I'm sorry, to demand that Israel stop building settlements in Judea and Samaria and to stop expanding its sovereignty over those settlements. He was told that Jewish construction in Judea and Samaria will continue number seven concerning wars and rumors of wars the jewish post reported that retired u.s army brigadier general kevin ryan said on january the 10th 2023 that he believes russia's war with ukraine will end in a stalemate this year ryan also said he believes that there are only two reasons why putin would carry out his threat to use nuclear weapons and that is if it looked if it looks like the ukrainian military will defeat russia and if it looks like the ukrainian military is about to retake crimea ryan uh, Ryan estimated that both sides have lost more than 100,000 forces each note several nato nations are still sending weapons and money to ukraine to prevent russia from winning the war and also a note on January 16th, 23, Amir Safadi reported that Putin has announced that he is putting stealth underwater unmanned vehicles with a nuclear warhead on one of Russia's intercontinental submarines. These vehicles carry warheads that are 3,300 times more powerful than the bomb that was dropped on Hiroshima. Uh, Sarfati believes Putin is warning NATO, the EU, the U.S., and others about helping Ukraine. It is my opinion that God revealed that nuclear weapons will be used during the tribulation period, and he is not wrong. Uh, Zechariah chapter 14, verse 12. And Damon goes on to say, 8. Concerning God... Concerning God causing the Jews to return to Israel and prosper at the end of the age, on January 15, 2023, Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu told the Israeli cabinet, Israel will have a massive return of Jews from Western nations, including the U.S. in the future. Israel's economy is getting stronger. It has outpaced Europe and will outpace the U.S. Believe this, God is never wrong. Number nine, concerning famine, he goes, here's a link to a list of at least 98 food plants in the U.S. that have been destroyed, damaged, or impacted by, quote, accidental fires, disease, and other causes since the beginning of 2021. Folks, you can find that article at thegatewaypundit.com, and it's called um, Update a List of U.S.-Based Food Manufacturing Plants Destroyed by Biden Administration. If you remember, I did an entire podcast, I did an entire YouTube video of that and right there i had the words right there in print and i had my sharing my screen and read every single one of those plants off it was beyond sad anyway number 10 concerning famine at the end of the age on january 16 23 it was reported that a french biotech company called insect which is y n s e c t if you wanted to know that has set up a pilot plant to determine ideal growing conditions, food, temperature, humidity, etc., you know, and is planning a global network of plants that will produce beetle burgers from insect larvae, you know, mealworms, the stuff you feed your fish. Insects, plants, or wine sex, insects, insects, however they say their name, uh, plans include nurseries and slaughterhouses for raising and killing the worms. Slaughterhouses for a worm? Uh, slaughter i'm sorry what S- slaughter 
slaughterhouse. You need a whole slaughterhouse for a worm. <laughs> Sorry. Researchers say beetle burgers will taste like real beef, and in the future, the company may be able to produce products to replace sausage and chicken nuggets. Like they haven't done that already? Have they not been to McDonald's lately? <laughs> What's in a chicken nugget at McDonald's anyway? <laughs> Have you seen how those are made? They look like glue. Ah, digress. Anyway, he goes on to say, but yes, go back to that. So researchers say beetle burgers will taste like real beef in the future. Real beef. It'll taste like real beef. You can't have beef, but you can have a beetle burger that takes like Just put some A1 steak sauce on there. It'll be okay. Eat just some French fries. One thing that really bothers me about this whole thing is in America, I want you to pick up any product. And I mean any product. It is going to say natural flavors. Organic natural flavors. What is that exactly? That's not natural. There is nothing natural about natural flavors. But you go over to the EU, to the UK, to any of these other countries, those are banned. Those are those are all chemicals, folks. They put those chemicals in there to make everything taste better. It's here. This it's they're fake artificial flavors. They're putting them in our food. There's nothing natural about that. I'm sorry. I picked up a thing of carrots the other day. It had natural flavors. Sodium, natural. Why are you adding natural flavors to my carrots? I mean, it's a carrot. You know what I mean? I'm I'm just telling you guys. I'm just saying. Pastor Billy's going to do a thing on that coming up next. Anyway, so not on this one. I mean, he's going to do one next on his thing. Anyway, so a larger plant that can produce about 200,000 tons of insect-based foods per year will open later this year. Jesus God was not wrong when he said the great tribulation will be unlike anything that has ever happened or ever will happen on earth. And except those days be shortened, no flesh shall be saved. That's Matthew 24, 21 and 22. Comfort one another with the message of the rapture. First Thessalonians 4, 18. And finally, he says, are you rapture ready? If you want to be rapture ready and go to heaven, you must be born again. John 3, 3. God loves you, and if you have not done so, sincerely admit that you are a sinner. Believe that Jesus is the virgin-born, sinless Son of God who died for the sins of the world, was buried, and raised from the dead. Ask Him to forgive your sins, cleanse you, come into your heart, and be your Savior. Then tell someone that you have done this. Tell your neighbor, tell your brother, tell your mama. If you can't tell anybody, send me an email. Praise the Lord and welcome to the family. Guys, oh my goodness. I don't know what to tell you, but this right here, all of this, all of these headlines, all the stuff going on in the world today, uh, especially the ridiculousness of that article I read earlier. Oh my goodness. I'll tell you what I am. I'm going to, if you guys uh, are listening to this now, cause I, mm, I spent, I don't know how long on that article earlier, but I condensed it down so that you guys didn't have to listen to all that garbage that I read out of that woke article. And I think 15 to 20 minutes, it was just me laughing hysterically, trying to gain control. <laughs> anyway, let's check this one out, shall we, folks? This is the prophecynewswatch.com. Widespread civil unrest is growing all over the globe. Just wait until summer. Michael Snyder, Economic Collapse blog, the 9th of March today. Goes on to say, angry citizens are taken to the streets all over the world, and often they are lashing out in wild and unpredictable ways. The eruptions of civil unrest that you will read about below are all happening for different reasons, but they all have one thing in common. 
People are deeply frustrated with the direction that things are going and they have lost faith in the ability of their elected representatives to solve their problems. Unfortunately, this is just the beginning. For years, he says, um, he has been warning his readers that we will eventually see civil unrest on a scale that we have not ever seen before. Could it be possible that we are now entering the leading edge of that storm? On Tuesday, the streets of Paris were turned into a war zone as French citizens expressed their displeasure with the pension reforms that French President Emmanuel Macron seems uh, determined to implement violence erupted on the streets of Paris today as thousands took to the streets across France to protest against pension reforms. Riot police fought running battles with demonstrators in the capital city on a so-called Black Tuesday of industrial action across the country. The worst trouble was close to the Port Royal Metro station where hundreds of riot police used tear gas and baton charges. As projectiles rained down on them, bins were set on fire and, a bu- and bus stops destroyed by so-called black bloc anarchists. A lot of people out there believed that Emmanuel Macron would emerge as a great leader that would be capable of uniting all of Europe behind him. That is obviously not going to happen. A few days before the protest in Paris, farmers in Belgium literally rolled 2,700 tractors into the heart of the capital of the European Union. Convoys of tractors brought traffic in Brussels to a standstill Friday as thousands of Belgian farmers protested the Flemish regional uh, government's plans to limit nitrogen emissions uh, emissions from um, the agriculture. Some 2,700 tractors rolled into Brussels from the Flanders region. According to police estimates, filling the streets with a cacophony of honks as farmers vented their anger over the planned planned cuts, which they say threaten to put many of them out of business. He says, I fully support what those farmers are trying to do. What I do too. What the EU is doing to farmers is literally insane, he says, and he can definitely understand why they are so upset. Elsewhere in Europe, demonstrations against NATO involvement in the war in Ukraine are getting larger and larger. Thousands of demonstrators gathered in Brussels and Paris to show support for Ukraine on Saturday, while a demonstration against supplying Ukraine with weapons attracted 10,000 people in Berlin and London. Down in South Africa, an unprecedented energy crisis literally has the entire nation on the very verge of collapse. South Africa is on the verge of collapse and rolling blackouts and warnings a total a uh, power grid failure could lead to mass rioting on the scale of a civil war. Western embassies, including the United States and Australia, have advised their citizens in the country to stock up on several days worth of food and water and be on high alert during extended blackout sweeping the country. You better get you some food. I say it all the time. Anyway, sadly, what I have shared so far, he says, is just the tip of the iceberg. Economic conditions continue to deteriorate all over the globe, and we are being warned that a lot more civil unrest is on the way. Growing social inequality and the cost of living, um, foundering faith in governments and institutions, and increasingly polarized politics together with the rise in activism and environmental concerns are the main factors Uh, expected to fuel ongoing incidents of unrest, strikes, riots, and civil commotion, or SRCC, around the globe, according to a new report from Insure Alliance Global Corporate and Specialty, or the AGCS. 
According to Versic, Mablecroft, a UK-based risk consulting and intelligence firm, 101 of the 198 countries tracked on its civil unrest index saw an increase in their risk of civil unrest between the second and third quarters of this year. The report said that nations such as Peru, Kenya, Ecuador, and Iran have been or have seen discontent emerge on their streets because of rising costs. According to Versic Index, Sri Lanka saw the most significant decrease in government stability. Some of the nations most at at civil risk are middle-income countries, which had the funds to offer social protection during COVID-19 pandemic, but are now struggling to maintain spending vital to their populations, the researchers wrote. Richer countries in the uh, European Union face the same risk with dissatisfaction likely to rise in Switzerland, the Netherlands, Germany, and Bosnia and Herzegovina due to fallout from the war in Ukraine. Russia's invasion of Ukraine is supercharging food and fuel prices and stoking a cost of living crisis across the globe, the firm wrote. However, the worst effects are yet to kick in. The next six months are likely to be even more disruptive, the report's summary said. Here in the United States, a frenzied 150-strong mob of Antifa radicals viciously attacked a police facility in the Atlanta area on Sunday. A frenzied 150-strong mob of Antifa terrorists descend on Atlanta's Cop City construction site before hurling uh, Molotov cocktails and destroying machinery in newly released aerial footage of Sunday's riots. The group, filmed by police choppers, heat-sensitive cameras, march through scrub and woodland around the Atlanta Public Safety Training Center before unleashing havoc and setting fire to a power line. These people are idiots. Anyway, uh, police officers protecting the site are forced to stand off as the mask-clad attackers overrun the site, which has been a hotbed for Antifa violence since last spring and target machinery. The officers are then pelted with rocks and fireworks by the thugs, many of whom traveled from outside of Georgia to take part in the violence. Meanwhile, crime country or crime continues to spiral out of control in major cities all over the nation. In New York City, the police are actually asking businesses to require customers to take off their masks before entering because mask thieves have become such a problem. The New York Police Department is advising businesses to ask patrons to take off their masks before entering in light of the high number of thefts and robberies across the city. Removing masks should be made a condition of entry. NYPD Chief of Department Jeffrey Mattery said at a press conference last week, noting that criminals have been taking advantage of masks to avoid detection on surveillance cameras. People are coming up to our businesses, sometimes with masks, sometimes mask hoods and latex gloves, <laughs> and they're being buzzed in. They're being allowed to enter into the store and then we have a robbery of some kind uh, or some kind of property being stolen madry said because on say isn't that ironic for such a long time authorities in new york were so determined to get everyone to put masks on but now they are desperate to get everyone to remove the mask because crime has gotten so bad this is the world that we now live in the thin veneer of civilization that we all take for granted on a daily basis is rapidly disappearing and chaos in the streets will be a normal part of life from this point forward folks michael's right his articles are always on point and um it's coming pretty quick folks it's coming soon sooner than we all think sooner than we all think i believe one last article I wanted to touch on tonight is globalism, lawlessness, apostasy, and the world is ready. And uh, this is Amir uh, Sarfati from Israel. 
And I really do like Amir. He posted this on the 6th of March. It says, the world is ready. We know that. The push for globalism, the new trick, which, by the way, even the Pope has taken a very big part in, is now global warming. It's climate change. They say that climate change is now the biggest thing. And the Pope, by the way, said that for the sake of climate change, a global government is required. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, they try everything, and the last push is now underway. The world is ready. Europe is ready. Israel is back in the land. The world or the word has been preached all over the world. The spirit of the Antichrist, apostasies all over, lawlessness is everywhere. Everything is ready. The question is, are you ready? We live in a time of unprecedented prophetic fulfillment. When Jesus came the first time, numerous, some say 300 prophecies about his coming were fulfilled. All of them pertain to the Jews and Jesus. However, now we live in a time when prophecy is being fulfilled about Israel, the church, false Christ, failing human character, wars and rumors of wars, ethnic tensions, famine, pestilence, geo geological and astro atmospheric anomalies, coalitions of forces which will invade Israel and a host of other things. You would think everyone would be living with the expectation of the appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, yet Jesus himself said of the days in which we live matthew 24 44 says in the king james version therefore be ye also ready for in such an hour as ye think not the son of man cometh you would think that with all we are seeing with all that is clearly prophetic and with the person or the precursors of things that will be fulfilled in the tribulation that the church would be abuzz with excitement in a sense of urgency for people to come to christ yet According to those who gather such statistics of the 2.42 billion people who bear the label Christian today, only 6.6% believe in the rapture of the church. And as sad as this is to realize, it too is prophetic in two ways, he says. First, Jesus is coming at a time when expectation of his return to gather the church to himself is low. Second, it fulfills what Jesus said Uh what Jesus said things would be like right before the tribulation. And that's Matthew 24, 36 39. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the son of man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the son of man be. Remember Genesis 2, 5, it says there was no rain on the earth. Then at that time, then at the time of the flood, God, uh, Genesis 7, 4 says God caused it to rain. We also know that Noah uh, and family built the ark for over 100 years. So Noah was building a boat on dry land on a planet where it had never rained. And Second Peter 2, 5 says Noah was a preacher of righteousness. That tells us while he built, he preached. Yet, when the time of the global judgment came, the people of the earth did not expect it. In our day, the Bible has told us that there is a coming a global empire headed by the Antichrist. The Bible has prophecy that mankind will be lovers of self and haters of God. The Bible has foretold that in the church fables would be preferred over sound doctrine and that Israel would be invaded by Russia, Iran, Turkey, Libya, and Sudan. Currently, three of these countries have a military presence on Israel's northern border. Yet the expectation of the coming of the Lord to gather his church to meet him in the air with the 
dead in Christ is very low. And for many, it's not expected at all. Romans 1, 24 and 25 says, Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness, through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. The word creature can be translated as as creation are people worshiping creation today (laughs) there of course there are those today who think we should use any means possible to lower the population of the earth for the sake of the planet they fabricate things about climate change and don't mention that climate has always changed and that historically it has been much warmer in the past than it is now yet When the temperatures were higher, the sea levels didn't rise and kill millions of people or animals. Genesis 8.28 says, While the earth remaineth seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. God said things will continue as he created them as long as the earth remains. It is a sad reality that very few churches today are teaching their people about Bible prophecy, leaving them without the hope and comfort of knowing the Lord is coming to take us in a moment in the twinkling of an eye to the Father's house to forever be with him. They are also living without the awareness that the things happening in the world today tell us that it is likely Jesus is coming for us soon. What a shame so many live as proof of the words of Jesus when he said that he is coming at an hour when he is not even expected. Are you among the ready who can say with confidence and expectation, even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus? And yes, I am. (laughs) That was a wonderful article written by Amir. Guys, you can find that at harbingersdaily.com, harbingersdaily.com. And with that, I am going to get off of here you guys but just to let you guys know everything going on in the world today is only pointing towards the tribulation and if it's pointing to the soon coming of the tribulation how much sooner is the rapture of the church where we all get to go home and be with our lord and savior a brand new body i don't know about you guys but i am so looking forward to that i'll be able to see That'll be fantastic without, you know, having all this stuff to help me to see, you know, and I'll be able to eat whatever I want. Man, you guys, it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be fantastic. One other thing, if you would, please keep um, my my partner, my old work partner uh, in your prayers, um, Johnny Hoggett. Um, I texted him today and I haven't heard from him, which is unusual. He usually texts me right back or calls me right back. So he does have COVID. He just turned 74. Keep me, he sounded strong as an ox yesterday, so and we're going to keep praying for him. Uh, my pastor, Dallas Stringer, will keep praying for his eye. And um, my cousin Leslie and all of you guys out there, if you have any prayer requests, any, please, please email them to me at Heather, uh, Heather at Bible Prophecy uh, for Today.com or Heather or at uh, Bible Prophecy for Today at Outlook.com. Whatever floats your boat, pick whichever one you want. Um, and shoot me an email and I will most definitely pray for you. Um, otherwise, you can go to my website at Bible Prophecy, the number four today.com, and you can fill out a contact form right there too and they'll email to me. Um, but anyway, with that, guys, uh, thank you guys so much and um, just stay in the Word of God. So I got to tell you, get in the Word of God, let the Word of God get into you and Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. May God bless each and every one of you as we await the great appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it will be a great appearing. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for him to come and take us home. Take us out of this sinful, wicked world. Anyway, all right. I love you guys. Have a wonderful evening.